Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome everyone to Friday Night Live. Uh, I'm your host Abdullah Wahid, and uh, Mufti Abdul Wahab is your silent behind-the-scenes host who is listening, who is with us throughout the program. Welcome back to Friday Night Live with Miftah. Um, alhamdulillah, these, this is one of the programs that we have uh, continued after uh, the the demise and the tragedy of Sheikh Abdul Rahim Rahmatullah Alayhi. And uh, it's been heavy, but we've been able to continue this because this is something that he enjoyed and a lot of our audience also enjoyed and benefited from. And we have to continue the khair. Aqbil wa la takhaf. We have to continue and, you know, we, the, the work is greater than the grief. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq to do what's most pleasing to him. Uh, tonight, we are blessed with special guests and honorable scholar, uh, Mufti Hussein Kamani. Uh, may Allah protect him, preserve him, him, him and his family and his children. A dear friend of mine, uh, a dear, a dear, dear uh, colleague, someone I look up to, someone I uh, speak to very closely, a very intimate friend. And we also have our artist, Brother Ilyas Mo. And uh, he will be joining us from uh, uh, Canada. And uh, he... First time he's joining our program. Also, first time Mufti Hussein will be joining our program. Uh, Mufti Hussein is very occupied, engaged with the beautiful activities and the services that Qalam Institute provides to the nation and across the world. So again, welcome back, everyone. And uh, and I, I'm very excited for the program tonight. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the Friday Night, Friday Night Lives. In the meantime, brothers and sisters, if you haven't signed up for the Sira Intensive with Miftah or Qalam, please make sure you sign up. Uh, Miftah Sira Intensive starts December uh, 20th and it goes down to December 26th, seven days. Uh, seats are filling up. Online uh, um, subscription or online registration also is filling up. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in our time and our winter break as we all roll into partial lockdown, some places a complete lockdown because of COVID. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to preserve us, keep us safe. Keep our families safe. Keep our children safe. May Allah help the parents whose children are at home and they have to turn back to uh, digital online learning uh, programs. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. Brothers and sisters, these are trying times, difficult times. People are hurting. There is uh, there is uh, probably not a person that I know that's not going through difficulty, especially in these times. Someone has been affected by COVID. Someone's relative has died by, because of COVID. Someone who's hospitalized because of COVID. Someone's businesses are in loss because of COVID. Um, honestly, uh, this is a very difficult time. And there's no easier way to put this. But this is why we have this program tonight with Mufti Hussein uh, ar- around the topic of dhikrullah. Mufti Abdul Wahab you know, was discussing this and he said, what is the most important thing when we are all alone? And honestly, you are away. some of us are away from our families from our loved ones, relatives, especially during Thanksgiving holiday, you people are used to traveling and being around their friends and family and, you know, having a feast. Now we are are forced to stay, uh, you know, quarantine or limit our association with the public. But again, we're not alone. We have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and dhikr of Allah gives us that reminder. So inshallah, I'm going to... I just want to introduce Brother Ilyas um, one more time because I'll uh, just give a background. 
Abu Yes, brother Ilyas Mao, um, his name, mashallah, from did, from did I, did I say Mo? It's Mo, Mo, but it's fine. That'd be just, it's it's it's, okay. it's 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 the same thing. Uh, I'm sure you won't mind. Uh, mashallah, he's, he's a he's a he's a young artist from Canada, it's right across the 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 you know right across the lake. And he's been doing some great work for the youngsters in Canada, outside of his um, his his him being an artist, and of course with uh, he's been doing a lot of work with uh, a few munshids that we brought in the past, such as Omar Isa, Saeed, and Ihsan Tahmid, and the, the whole Masha, the whole crew. So now we finally were able to bring him on. So we're we're blessed and also honored to have Brother Ilyas joining us, and he will be reciting different nashis of different languages so inshallah we hope that everyone enjoys it inshallah and he's from what our city which is canada what's his ethnicity his parents ethnicity our, canada, our country yeah sorry Bajan? What, what country is uh, are, are his parents from we gotta ask him but you ask him Bajan. okay let me bring inshallah thank you mufti dohab assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah how are you doing sheikh alhamdulillah how are you doing brother Ilyas? alhamdulillah alhamdulillah um I'm I'm really honored to be here tonight. Um, you know, I I could be sleeping right now, but Alhamdulillah, you guys, you know what I'm saying, gave me the opportunity to you know share my beloved nasheeds with you guys, and Inshallah benefit wh whoever's watching, um, and and may Allah accept it from us. I mean, I mean, we're so excited to have you. Uh, I know it's our first time hosting you here on Miftah, and Inshallah, the, our, our audience. And the world around that watches and listens benefits from your beautiful lyrics, um, the message that's in your poetry, and your and your uh, message that you share through your lyrics. Uh, we um, we are honored to have you. So, where are your parents from? I was asking Mufti Dohab. I heard you were from Somalia. I'm from Somalia. Yes, I was Marshall born in Somalia. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. I know. I know. We look kind of different, but um, rumor has it we were mixed with something. From generations back, so we don't know. A lot, of, a lot of Somalian families go back to Yemen. Maybe, uh, but I also um, heard uh, Uzbekistan. I don't know. I don't Mashallah. know. Mashallah. Right. And you are what city in Canada are you in right now? I'm in Guelph, Ontario. Guelph, Ontario. Mashallah. Yeah. Beautiful city. Beautiful people there. So welcome all the way from Canada. And uh, you know, because of the borders being closed or restricted travel. Um, I know you're not allowed to come here, and we're not. Who, who would ever imagine that? Level? But you know what, though, Sheikh. Um, honestly, wallahi, like whether it's in front of uh, you know live audience or here, to be honest with you, like we're making it happen, and I really appreciate you know the invite, and and you know we can make it work still. You know what I'm saying? I know times are hard, but we can still make it work. And this right here, it's it's really beloved to me right now. This conversation in this live you know webcam session right now but yes you know the audience that the, the listeners that are on here are also very lively they're always um typing back chipping in they're giving us their prayers it's a very a very very uh strong relationship that we have with our audience and they also enjoy every moment with the guests that join us Alhamdulillah. feedback so we're so honored to have such a great audience virtually because if you have it virtually itself has this um, challenges, but then having such a great audience joining us from all across, as we can see, that's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. I'm gonna give you the platform. Your, your, you look great. Your camera looks crisp. <laughs> Inshallah, your voice will also amuse us. Thank you so much. I'm gonna push up. Jazakallah khair. I really appreciate it. Again, um, thank you uh, to Miftah and all those who are involved. 
in making this happen. Honestly, I love performing. You know, uh, as I said, like it's 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 been a difficult year, but Alhamdulillah, we make it work, inshallah. And um, I want to start off with uh, one of my uh, humble nasheeds. Um, and this is all about uh, the verses in the Quran. Uh, uh, inshallah, I'll recite it. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ With every hardship comes ease. And uh, I know it's been a crazy year. I know um, everybody's going through difficult times and may Allah make it easy, but Allah promises us that there is light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm going to get right into it. This is called Spread Your Wings and I, I released it in 2017 and it's on YouTube, inshallah. Uh, Bismillah. <clears throat> These days, I feel like you're in pain, and it feels like you're in chains. So worried you can't think straight, but things change like rainbows after rain. And nothing ever stays the same. I know you've lost your way. Cause you don't know what tomorrow holds. So you gotta hold on just a little more. Cause in the middle of you will see this love coming from above. So just spread your wings and soar. You will never know till you spread your wings and soar. You will never know until you spread your wings and soar. Now embrace. Wisdom from mistakes Cause Lord knows that we've strayed But you will find your way So be brave When hardship comes your way Cause ease comes after pain and ease comes after pain Cause you don't know what tomorrow holds So you gotta hold on just a little more Cause in the middle of You will see this love coming from above So just spread your wings and soar you will never know till you spread your wings and soar. You will never know until you spread your wings and soar. Jazakallah khair. May Allah. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Jazakallah. Jazakallah khair. Um, yeah, uh, spread your wings is really dear to me, um, and inshallah, I'm going to follow that up with um, another 
one of my beloved nasheeds. I love this nasheed. It's uh, my it's one of my all time favorites. Um, subhanallah, I just realized that I released so many <laughs> that you know what I'm saying. I lost count, but um, blessed is uh, again um, one of my favorite nasheeds, and it's all about appreciating what Allah has given us. So this is basically the other end of the spe spectrum. So spread your wings was about, you know, um, inshallah, light at the end of the tunnel. But then we also have to realize that Allah gives us so much, even in these times, right? We fail to realize the blessings that we have. Our health, we were able to breathe. All of us that are here right now, I'm pretty sure during COVID we know or we, we, we know of someone who have lost someone, you know what I'm saying? And and may Allah forgive their sins and may Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus. But we're still here. We're blessed to be here tonight. You know what I'm saying? So Alhamdulillah for everything that Allah has given us. We should give more thanks. Wallah, we should give more thanks every single day. You know, so, uh, sometimes, you know, usually when people are going through challenges, they they from the Muslim community, they will resort to Quran, recitation, reading, listening, and also some beautiful lyrics. And some of the voices that are out there and some of the message that you share is so uplifting. So may Allah thank you for uh, for that type of work that you're doing. And I'll I'll step away so you can continue your beautiful work. By the way, if you have any questions or you know anything you want to ask me, just uh, fire away, inshallah. So this is blessed. <clears throat> Bismillah. I'm feeling good waking up today. Got to say thanks to Allah for giving me another day. For the breath I breathe to the trees back to me. Can't you see? I'm living life in harmony. Got the sun shining down on me perfectly currently. Feeling the breeze from the sea And the clouds giving shade to me Rain for me patiently Growing the food that I eat And we can never count your blessings Every second so many lessons Got me turning to the heavens Thanks to He for creating me Shaping me, sustaining me Praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I'm blessed. Praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I gotta thank you for my eyes and my thighs and my toes and my nose and my and my lips and my smile and my ears and my peers and my mind and my time and my and my friends and my foes and my trials and my health and my wealth and the love in my life and the fact that you sent me a beautiful wife for the good and the bad for the strength that i had for my mom and my dad so much more i could add you give and forgive while we get and forget to the lord of the worlds we are always in debt and how could i forget that you guided me to this thing and for that praises to the rabbil alameen i'm blessed i'm blessed praises to the rabbil alameen 
I'm blessed. Praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I'm blessed. Praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I want to thank you. I want to praise you. Give my prayers, my sacrifice in life for you. I want to thank you. I want to praise you. Give my prayers, my sacrifice in life for you. I want to thank you. I want to praise you. Give my prayers, my sacrifice in life for you. I want to thank you. I want to praise you. Give my prayers, my sacrifice in life Alhamdulillah, 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 We are so blessed. We all all praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has literally blessed us with so many blessings. We're so used to looking at others and looking at the favors that God has given them, and we undermine the favors that we have. And you know, the Prophet said. A person that wakes up healthy, he's blessed. She's blessed. Right. You have you're safe, you have health, and you have enough food till end of the day. You are exactly. a king of the world, the king of the world. So exactly. and the more we are grateful for these blessings, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us. And we talk about this all the time. And now I think people are realizing. Wow, man, like the world has changed. But even then, in these challenging times, we're so blessed. You know, I was saying, Brother Ilyas, earlier today in my khutbah, that what we're going, the circumstances that we're dealing with are the same circumstances plus worse that people in Syria have been dealing with, people in Somalia, people in, and people in uh, Yemen, plus the, you know, the bombing and the shellings that's been happening upon their uh, innocent bodies wow. and their children. And, and then COVID and all that that's happening in the world, we're so fortunate. And of course, there are people watching from Palestine. There are people watching from other parts of the world, Pakistan. Allah um, knows their challenges. And uh, remember that uh, you are not alone. You're not alone. Allah is with us. I'll let you continue. Um, Brother Elias, so I think we have time for two more. So we're going to jump into, like, if you can do Rahman, Ya Rahman, and then Asma al Husna. Yeah, and uh, you know, because I think everyone's requesting that, and uh, I kind of give you a heads up for those two as well. So, if you can, inshallah, you're looking beautiful, and uh, may Allah continue to keep you smiling. <laughs> YouTuber, um, okay, so, um, sorry, um, so some of these I haven't performed as much, uh, therefore, I gotta um, read the lyrics with it. Uh, it's just, you know, ever since COVID, I, I released Rahman Ya Rahman. It's a cover, by the way, of uh, the famous Mishari Rashid Al-Afasi. Uh, search, where's... Sorry, one second. No, take your, take your time. Take your time. And no pressure. Um, oh, you... here. Okay. All right. Bismillah. Sorry. Uh, I just had to uh, get the lyrics. Okay. Bismillah. <clears throat> Bismillah 
Rahman ya Rahman Sa'idni ya Rahman Ishrah sadri Qur'an Imla' qalbi Qur'an Wasqi hayati Qur'an Rahman ya Rahman Sa'idni ya Rahman Ishrah sadri Qur'an Imla' qalbi Qur'an Wasqi hayati Qur'an Lillah, lillah Yahfu amali lillah Walihifz kitabillah Min awali bismillah Lil khatmi walil ridwan Ya nur, ya nur Ya muhkam, ya tanzil لمحمد عن جبريل من رب العرش دليل للعالم والإنسان رحمن يا رحمن ساعدني يا رحمن اشرح صدري قرآن املأ قلبي قرآن واسق حياتي قرآن تكبير تكبير للحافظ وهو صغير والضاء العين قرير يحمل فجرا لينير بتلاوته الأكوان الله الله اللهم اجمعنا بكتابك وانفعنا وجعله لنا حسنا وهدى أبدا وأمان رحمن يا رحمن ساعدني يا رحمن اشرح صدري قرآن املأ قلبي قرآن واسق حياتي قرآن رحمن يا رحمن ساعدني يا رحمن اشرح صدري قرآن املأ قلبي قرآن واسق حياتي قرآن جزاك الله خير ما شاء الله ما شاء الله I mean and by the way this first and foremost it applies to me I need to fill my heart with the Quran I know you know we get busy with our lives but wallahi the more quran you have in your life the happier you'll be the daily adhkar you know every morning every every evening wallahi like we have to incorporate this and by the way first and foremost you know it, it applies to me right i can't preach right <laughs> but yeah alhamdulillah um uh what, what did you guys think so far are you guys enjoying this everyone's I enjoying the it. comments Everyone's enjoying the comments. All I see is mashallah, 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 tabarakallah. So, uh, no, thank you guys. Well, I, I really appreciate. May Allah accept it from me. May Allah, you know, uh, put barakah in this for all of us. And may Allah, you know, allow many people to benefit from, from this. Um, I'm going to, uh, inshallah, do the last one. Uh, was there anything else? Uh, any thoughts? I, I just think, you know, when you sing about this, when you recited this Afasi poem about Quran, you know, Imla Sadri Quran, 
it's so powerful that we have a, a closer engagement with the Quran. You exactly. know, Rahmatullah I want you to pay attention to what the most honest Allah has to say from above the throne. Just listen carefully. It's especially these times where the heart feels very tight, very narrow, very lonely, depressed. And it's it's important that we you know resort to the Quran and find peace with it and read it, you know, as if Allah is speaking to us. You know, Allah is speaking to us. So it's beautiful, beautiful reminder in those poems. Bismillah, go ahead. And by the way, any other requests, you guys can um, go for it, inshallah. I'm going to do um, uh, the 99 names. Um, and it's really important to understand the attributes, not just to enjoy the the, the melody of, of the names, the exalted names of uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but like the meaning behind it. We have to understand. We have to learn it. Yes, it's good to memorize it, but then we also have to put in the effort to, you know, understand the attributes as well. One second. <clears throat> okay, Bismillah. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Al-Malik Al-Quddus Al-Salam, Al-Mu'min Al-Muhaymin Al-Aziz Al-Jabbar, Al-Mutakabbar, Al-Khaliq, Al-Bari'u Al-Musawwir Al-Ghaffar, القهار الوهاب الرزاق الفتاح العليم القابض الباسط الخافض رافع المعز المذل السميع البصير الحكم العدل اللطيف الخبير الحليم العظيم الغفور الشكور العلي الكبير الحفيظ المقيم الحاسب الجليل الكريم الرقيب المجيب الواسع الحكيم الودود المجيد المجيد الباعث الشهيد الحق الوكيل القوي المتين الولي الحميد المحصي المبدي المعيد المحيي المميت الحي القيوم الواجد الماجد الواحد الأحد الصمد 
الأحد الصمد القادر المقتدر المقدم المؤخر الأول الآخر الظاهر الباطن الوالي المتعالي البر الطواب المنتقم العفو الرؤوف المالك الملك ذو الجلال والإكرام المقسط الجامع الغني المغني المانع الضار النافع النور الهادي البديع الباقي الوارث الرشيد الصبور تكبير for that vision let's get a virtual takbir Allahu Akbar but yes I mentioned to you earlier that about my younger brother who departed from this temporary transitional life six weeks ago and um, when you were reading those names, you were um, bringing tears back to my eyes because we used to listen to this nasheed together quite often. Um, and um, it's, 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 you know, I was thinking of how happy he would be to be hearing these names, but then at the same time, how happy is he right now when he's already with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So, like, it's, it's, we're just listening to the names and he's already fi maqa'adi siddiqin inda malikin muqtadir, inshallah. Jazakallah khair. You just, you just, you, honestly, you say, like, you, you read so beautiful, man. You read from your heart. Really okay. appreciate your time and your love. That was beautiful. You know, Thank you remember all these beautiful names of Allah. You know, beautiful names. And uh, we, we know we talked about this when we used to do um, daily recitals. What's your favorite name at the moment? Oh, come on, Bajan. There's no question. It's Rahim. Um, Rahim. You know, like it's, it's, I was, I, I think, you know, um, I, I've been looking at the names in the Quran and kind of seeing how many times our brother's name comes with our names. Uh, and of course, Rahman and Rahim are inseparable. So Mufti Rahman and Sheikh Abdul Rahim, and they're very similar in so many ways. And then, mashallah, may Allah protect my older brother. Um, you have um, Sheikh Abdul Aziz, who's um, older than me, and then my younger brother, Rahim. Uh, their name comes together 14 times. Aziz, uh, Aziz, and, Aziz and Rahim. Uh, my name doesn't come with his name, but then I, I notice something that every time Allah speaks about forgiveness, he has multiple names of forgiveness. And um, Imam Ghazali says, actually, every name of his has forgiveness hidden inside of it. But, um, you know, even in the, from, the, from, the, from the external, the names of Rauf, Al Wadud, Al Ghafur, Al Rahma. But when Allah speaks about forgiveness, you'll, 90% of the time, he will always have Rahim a part of it. So it will be Ghafur Rahim, Rauf Rahim. Uh, 
Rahim is always there, man. So uh, we're, we're blessed to have our brother, name Abdul Rahim, but we're also blessed to have a Lord that whose whose quality is Rahim. So Alhamdulillah, we're blessed. Maybe you read really, you know, you touched our heart, and inshallah, I'm sure you touched the hearts of all those that are watching live and those that watch later. And may Allah continue to bless you. Your 10 brothers were five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Big families are always a gem, Alhamdulillah. Before we let Brother Yas go and we invite our next guest, I, I wanted exactly. to ask, so when you recite these names, what name touches you the most? Mm -hmm. Well, I, uh, as uh, uh, Sheikh mentioned, um, I'm going to add to that actually. Uh, Ar Rahim uh, is is one of my favorites as well uh, because it's like Allah gives mercy to the believers, right? But then Allah gives mercy to all of mankind and all of His creation, not just the Muslims. And that really touches me. You know what I'm saying? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> it's sorry. Astaghfirullah. Um, Ar Rahman. Well, I, one of those two, I, you guys, you guys must know. Um, I don't know which one. Sorry, I, I completely. Rahman, Rahman, yeah. Rahman, yes, yes, that's the one. That's my favorite one because Allah shows mercy to all of mankind, all of His creation, not just the Muslims. You know what I'm saying? So that that is 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 my favorite. Uh, but but honestly, uh, creating this, uh, re recreating this masjid, um. Honestly, I've never had any other nasheed touch my heart like this. And every time, like this is my first time actually performing it. So when I was making it, I felt the same way. It really, really touched me. And that was, and it was in the middle of Ramadan. Um, and, and subhanAllah, like it really, all of these names, like we, again, you know, um, I need to memorize the meaning of it. To know that to memorize the names is is one thing, but to know the meaning of each one of them is another thing, right? So may Allah allow us to memorize the meaning as well. Ilyas, Mufti thank you so much. Ilyas, inshallah, we're gonna be we're gonna be staying in touch. May Allah bless you. If you haven't seen Brother Ilyas before, please check him out on his page. Inshallah, please subscribe to his page and show him some love. Zakallah khair, Brother Ilyas. Mufti Bohab, let me um, thank you so much. Let me invite our next guest and uh, a dear friend of mine. Um, and I, I love him truly. He's in Dallas and uh, he is an instructor and a teacher at Qalam Institute, one of the most powerful, influential seminaries, institutions in America and serving uh, um, adults mainly and also impacting youth all across the Dallas region, across the country. Uh, Mufti Hussein. Let me bring him on, then we can introduce him more. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sab. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. How are you doing? How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Um, I just put it, before we even get started, uh, and before Brother Ilyas leaves, I need to apologize to him one more time. Uh, today was my first time meeting with him, and he must think, how did I get stuck with this ajib insan? Before, this, before we went live, uh, I was just trolling Sheikh Abdullah Wahid for a moment. Obviously, there are some things you just don't pass up on in life. And Sheikh Abdullah is like a brother to me. So uh, the opportunity presented itself to troll him. And I, uh, I, alhamdulillah, I took that opportunity and I enjoyed every second of it. And while I was in the middle of just having my moment, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize Brother Ilyas was off stage. 
and he heard me say that who needs brother Ilyas when we have Sheikh Abdullah Wahid. And the backdrop to that was that when we were much younger, almost 10, 15 years ago, Sheikh Abdullah Wahid visited our um, hometown. He was a student then, I was a student then as well. And one Ramadan, we had a gathering and we needed someone to... <laughs> we needed someone to read in a sheet. And Sheikh Abdullah, mashallah, this man with a heart of gold and confidence that makes LeBron James looks like a first grader. He comes onto the stage and he decides to throw out Tawil al-Shawq and a famous poem. And it was such a great gathering. So my brother, Sheikh Mubin, he was next to me and he was just um, taking cracks at Sheikh Abdullah and Brother Ilyas heard us. And I said to him, who needs Sheikh uh, Abdullah? Uh, who needs Ilyas when you have Abdullah Wahid? So that was, uh, and I explained to him then that obviously it was not in the intent of any disrespect to him as much as it was an opportunity that two brothers were just goofing around. So um, before you head out, salam to you. That was awesome. Uh, you know, alhamdulillah, this gathering that you all have put together is special. It's amazing. I have family members that are joining right now. All the kids in my family are upstairs on another TV. They're all just sitting back and they they love these Saturday, Friday evening sessions. It's something that we enjoy. Uh, my sister uh, sitting in Florida is with her kids and they have like five devices on. My niece just sent me a video and they're all joining in. So it's something that we enjoy to do as a family to uh, gain our spirituality. And alhamdulillah, uh, this is one of those nights. So I'm happy to be here. You know, Mufti Hussain, I was biting my jaw. I was like, I don't know where Mufti Hussain is going with the story. And I, just, I was nervous. And I was just so close to clicking the button. <laughs> but, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, Mufti Hussain, you bring a smile to my face. And you bring joy to my heart. And uh, may Allah bless your family, your sister, everyone and their kids who are watching. We appreciate them tuning in. And uh, people don't know, it's it's not fair for us to express love for each other. The bromance that's within, um, I think that's supposed to be expressed in Jannah. And, but I hope that love that we have for each other, for the Muslim community and good people like you, uh, eventually gives us a shade under the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وجبت محبتي للمتحبين فيا والمتجالسين فيا ربنا يكرمك amongst those who are deserving of Allah's love because we love each other and honestly uh, you're just a great person great scholar great father uh, I, I can't say how great of a husband you are but um you know you're definitely a my wife loves upstairs with the kids and she's watching this too so be careful you know, there's nothing to shy away after you expose my beautiful voice. There's nothing to shy away from now. You just broke broke all the love. You know, all barriers are gone <laughs> dropped. But uh, Mufti Hussain, uh, such a dear friend, when my brother, Rahmatullah passed away, uh, you sent me a very, very powerful audio message. And, and I didn't get time to listen to it for like a couple of weeks because of um, what was happening. And when I did, honestly... You, you you reminded me of how powerful dhikr is and how powerful the members of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and how you've lost a few dear people in the last year in your life. Sheikh Yunus, Sheikh Yusuf, rahimahumullah. And of course, you lost your beloved mother who when you lost your mom, honestly, it felt like I lost a relative. Like, like honestly, you know how many times I speak about that. Every time I'm in public with you, I, I make dua for your mom. Because she took care of me when I was in Kentucky, when I came to the, when I came to Elizabethtown, and she she would cook for us, she would host us, and she was so generous, she was so kind, 
And beyond that, I, I see her product, you and Sheikh Mubin, and your sisters and your brother-in-law and your, your the grandchildren that she left behind. It's just unbelievable, you know? And unfortunately, time in this world doesn't uh, give us the ability to express you know, the love we have for each other. And we have so much going on in our own lives. But again, you know, your words, the audio that you sent was so comforting. And I want the world to also hear that from you. How comforting is the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Uh, so before we get into the program, I just want to thank you for joining and uh, the great work that you're doing with uh, Sheikh Abdul Nasser. I'm telling you, I love Sheikh Abdul Nasser so much. And Ustad Abdurrahman Murphy, great work that you're doing with him. I, I know him. I met him a few times, but Sheikh Abdul Nasser and you, it's a special love that I have for you guys and the great work that you guys were doing with Qalam. All my friends who went to Qalam, my students who went to Qalam from Michigan, talk, I speak so greatly, highly of your programs and what you provide. So may Allah reward you for what you're doing and give you strength. And honestly, keep your back strong, keep your knees strong, and keep your health good so you can continue to provide the services. So thank you for joining us. Um, you know, before we start, Sheikh Abdullah, I just wanted to say something. Um, the other day, someone said to me that since the passing of the younger brother, every post, every session that we see of the Wahid brothers, the Shiuch. They're always talking about their brother. They just keep speaking of him. And I said to that person that when you lose someone dear to you, it creates a gap in your chest that you can never fill in again. Some pains are never meant to leave you and they stay with you. Some of us don't know how to deal with that pain. And as a result of that, the cavity of the chest ends up growing and it consumes us while others find a way to fill that emptiness. And we take those emotions that we're experiencing and we channel them. And the way we do it as Muslims is that we recommit to doing good, contributing towards a legacy. And if one brother chooses to remember another brother and contribute to their legacy, then I know nothing that's, no, that's more noble than that. And the other thing that you have to understand for those of you that are joining us that their brother wasn't just anyone. He was a, a da'i of the deen, a khadim. And then the third thing is that these brothers who live beyond their brother who passed them witnessed the power of the dua of a mother and father because their mother and father must have made dua for Jannah for all of their children. And yet before their eyes while living, they saw one of them fly off to the gates of Jannah. Then on top of that, there is the sadma, the pain that's felt by someone who passes away all of a sudden. All of this put together, it hurts. And you spend years of your life just trying to forget so that way you can move on. As the Urdu poet says, That don't just keep coming to my mind. Just stop coming to memory because I don't have enough tears for you anymore. I've given them all to you. How much more do you want me to cry? And it's in those moments that you begin to realize, you begin to reflect over things and you begin to ask yourself what the purpose of life is and what life actually means and what you want to do with your life. You question and re-question, question and re-question. And without that mashaqa, without that difficulty in your life, Sometimes you can't even reach where you need to be. As one of the mashaykh once said that 
the growth that happens within a few moments of being tested by Allah cannot be matched by the growth we try to obtain through years of our life. So what you experience these brothers going through right now, these mashayikh, I want you to know you're witnessing their spiritual growth in a way that they are yet to experience. They are experiencing moments of dua in their life right now that is going to change the future of the region they live in. It's going to change it. Because when a person's heart is broken, and then in that moment they turn to Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commits to being by the one who was broken. Allah commits to that. So I just wanted to provide this context for those of you that are watching this. Because sometimes when you're on the outside and you see someone grieving, it doesn't make sense. Sometimes we attribute that to OTT, the guy's going over the top. Is it really necessary? And I'll be honest, it is. It absolutely is. It's important to know for those that are joining us that two brothers can actually love each other so much that their relationship transcends that of uh, being siblings and becomes parental in some way where you feel like you actually lost a child of your own. That's how relationships transcend and they grow and they become something extra and special. And um, I got many messages and many folks told me that, you know, Sheikh, seeing the way these brothers have been in the absence of their brother, I've never seen anyone be like this before. I didn't know brothers can love each other so much. And I said to that person, not only do they have the bond of blood, but these people have the bond of iman as well. And when these two things exist, it's very hard. My teacher and my mentor, Sheikh Yusuf, at a very old age, he lost his brother. A very old age. Just a few years before he passed away, he lost his brother. And his brother actually lived in Africa, in Zambia. He spent some part of the year in Toronto with his son-in-law and daughter. And the other part of the year he spent in Zambia with his sons managing the institution that he established under the uh, command and guidance of Sheikh Al-Hadith Marana Muhammad Zakaria Khan Sheikh Yusuf's older brother, Sheikh Abdul Rahim, was the katib for Sheikh Zakaria Kandahlavi. He was the one who wrote and dictated his letters. And it was through Sheikh Abdul Rahim that Sheikh Yusuf was introduced to Sheikh Zakaria. And our teacher, Sheikh Yusuf, used to say throughout his life that I'm indebted to my brother more than you can imagine. He was the one that introduced me to my teacher. And Sheikh Yusuf had this tremendous amount of love for his teacher. Anyway, his brother passed away, rahimahullah, and he wrote a book in memory of his brother. Bhaijan. Bhaijan, yeah, Bhaijan. And mm -hmm. that, that's, that's a beautiful book. And uh, and I, I said, I also said to my brothers, the way Sheikh Abdul Rahim would call me Bhaijan, no one else did. It was like, you know, it was so sweet, it was so sincere. Go ahead. Sorry. I in our language means brother, and John is like life. It's like my John, my life. You know, people refer to their spouse as their John. And I know that might sound a little weird for those of you that are not culturally familiar, but in our culture, showing that level of affection to your brother is a very normal thing. Showing that affection to you know your sister, 
is uh, is it's a thing that people do this. Abajan, Abajan, Bajan, you know. They, you know, Mufti Sab, you know, since um, I don't remember my brothers ever calling me by my name in my life. Like it just the way my parents raised us. They, then I've never heard my brothers call me Abdullah, unless they were relating something in a speech or in a conversation, you know, to me. But it's just the parents parenting also helps in bringing the children with respect. Sorry, go ahead. So I was saying that Sheikh Yusuf, um, his brother passed away. He wrote a book in memory of his brother Bajan, talking about his brother. And I, in those days, I was traveling to England once. And every time I would go to England, I would text Sheikh Yusuf that I just landed in England. I'm here for four days. And he would, he, he's hilarious. He would just send me a day and time. He would say like, Monday, 9 a.m., Nashte ke Now, regardless of whether I had a lecture during that time, regardless of whether I had a commitment meeting, I just knew that Sheikh Yusuf would send a time and that meant everything else needs to find its place and I need to be there. So I once, I went to his house and um, I believe that time Imam Tahir was visiting with me, so we all went together. And it was days after Hafiz Patel passed away, which was, who was a famous uh, da'i and activist in, in England. And I remember that because his sons had come to convey the news to Sheikh Yusuf themselves. As we were leaving the house, they were coming to convey the news. But regardless, I was sitting with the people and then Sheikh Yusuf called me aside. And we went into this private room. I sat down with him and he said to me, we just sat down and I was thinking, why is Sheikh Yusuf calling me to a private room? I mean, all the... People were sitting in one room. He's taking me to another part of his house and he wants to talk to me. I thought it must be something very delicate. And we sat down and I generally wouldn't speak in front of Sheikh Yusuf. I would sit there quietly. And then Sheikh Yusuf, he looks up at me and he says, he's in tears first, he's crying. And I have no idea what I've done wrong. I'm just freaking out, freaking out. Looking at this muhaddith giant man with a white beard, like you know, and he's just in front of me, he's in tears. And the two of us were alone in the room. And I asked him, I said, Hazrat Sabsahi, is everything okay? And he says, ki yadati. I remember my brother a lot. And um, and I just uh, remember a poem in which the Urdu uh, the Urdu poet says. That this tear that falls from my eyes is a testament that your love is pouring out of my heart. This isn't water. This is love right here that you're sick. So I just wanted to share that. I Probably not related to the subject, and uh, we spend a lot of time talking about that. But seeing these uh, two brothers speaking of their beloved brother so much, I... I, I couldn't hold myself back. So I'm sorry, but I just wanted to share some thoughts on that. Sheikh Abdullah, it's yours. No, Jazakallah Khair. Uh, thanks for your comforting words. And uh, honestly, we, uh, like you said, we've been speaking about him so much. That's true. And uh, more than we're talking about him, times that by a thousand, we're thinking about him. You know? And. Uh, like Ibn Mas'ud said, Mufti, Mufti Rahman said something very nice. He shared that quote of Ibn Mas'ud when his brother passed away. He said, uh, mm. he, wasn't, he wasn't just my brother, but he was also my companion with the Prophet. Allah. You know, so there's a different people don't know what we're talking about. Honestly, like 
if you have a brother that you raised with your hands, you know, you taught him the Quran. You know, I remember my brother recently bought his son a baseball glove and I looked at it and I had tears in my eyes. Like, I remember giving a baseball glove to Abdurrahim. You know, and I, I remember teaching him how to, you know, soften the leather in the glove so he can catch the baseball. Like details like that. And then I remember uh, just teaching him Alif Bata and getting on the Quran, on the, uh, getting on the, on the train of the Quran and memorizing it. And then when he would finish his first juz, giving him a prize for it as an older brother. And it was like, I saw that he could become someone better than me, you know, and far greater than my parents' aspiration. He wasn't just a brother, he was a partner in the mission, in the mission of the Prophet And the loss of that, it just is just terrifying. It's devastating. It's devastating because, you know, he he he. It, it's what Allah wanted, and this is what Allah's decree was. We are pleased with it. We're just gonna have to do it over and over with more students, with more children, with more friends and their children. We're not just gonna produce one of them. We're gonna produce hundred of them. I mean. And in thousands of people, and they just line up to serve God's cause. So that's what it was, right? It was that was the pain. Uh, people who have siblings, I don't know what their relationships are with siblings. I hope you have great relationships, but honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just feel like our relationship was beyond just brotherhood, you know, it's just beyond blood, like you mentioned. But, anyways, Mufti Saab will tell us what brings us ease in these difficult times. Tell us a little bit. I'm going to I know you spoke, but if I can give you 5-10 minutes just to yourself and give us a small uh, uh uh you know, immune booster, iman booster of of the words and the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how it brings so much comfort to our hearts, to our minds and as we're witnessing so many difficult things around us. And Allah ala bi dhikrillah tatma'innul qulub. We know, you know. And that's what you said with you you shared with me in the audio and honestly Nothing. I don't. I don't watch Netflix. You know, um, uh, and I. I don't. I don't have time to watch as you know YouTube and videos here and there. Just the the only thing that can give me comfort is what you mentioned. Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil. Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil. Hasbunallah and and salawat al Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Jazallahu Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And how can we believe in that? And how can we experience that? Like you know, there was a scholar that said, "Kabatu ma'al Quran ishrina sana." I struggled to find comfort with the Quran for twenty years. Then I just enjoyed it for the next twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, you might struggle to memorize and learn the dhikr of Allah and to engage in the dhikr of Allah. But once you fall in love with it, then it will be hard to leave it. Once you spend the night correctly and you build the endurance to enjoy the night in remembering Allah and praying and reading Quran, then the most enjoyable game, fun, time that you had in your life, the resort and the meals that you had in those resorts are all going to be something that is like insignificant to you because we, we're missing out on the real joy. So Mufti Sahib, if you can just give us a little bit of advice. Personally, I'm, I enjoy listening to you. and I'm sure the, um, the, 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 the viewers will also enjoy it and child benefit. So I'm going to step away Mufti Sahib for 5-10 minutes and then we'll continue on that discussion. So one of the realities of life, my friends, is that no matter what stage of life you're currently at, you will face difficulty. There will be challenges. Sometimes those challenges will be easy for you to overcome, while other times those challenges will be so great that your whole world will come shattering down. At times, it's 
you're not feeling well. Sometimes you have a little pain in your toe. Sometimes you have a you know cut on your arm, something smaller in nature. But then other times it's big. And every time you go through a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's an opportunity for you to remember Allah. The very special servants of Allah, those that are selected and carefully gifted by Allah, they immediately connect themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever they are going through difficulty. Their example is like someone who walks into a dark room and the first thing they consider is flipping the switch on. So whenever they face difficulty or pain, they're struggling with memorizing the Qur'an that day. They're struggling at work, struggling with passing their exams, struggling to communicate to their parents how hard life is for them, struggling to communicate to their child how stressful life has been. You know, when you're going through those moments, it's as if darkness, it casts itself upon you. And life begins to feel very grim. You're not sure if you're going to be able to get out. And it's in those moments that your chest restricts and your mind closes down upon you and shaitan begins to whisper to you that this is the end of the line. And maybe you're going through what you're going through. Maybe you're not able to memorize your sabaq, your lesson today because God hates you. And it's as if it's all just piling up and it's piling up and it's piling up. It's in moments like that that you can shatter this bubble that shaitan has locked you in by giving one sada, one call from the heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah. And this call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so profound. It's so powerful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this heart. Joy, contentment, happiness is a function of the heart. Serving the body will never bring you absolute contentment. So when you're feeling that restriction in your chest, while the eyes of the world are looking at you to see how you deal with this, it's your opportunity to close your, close your eyes, turn to your heart, and do dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as you do dhikr of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will point you out to the malaika in the heavens and will say, that's my servant right there. That's my Abdullah. No matter how much I test him, he's never willing to give up on me. His hope in me is so great. He believes my mercy is greater than his affliction, than his difficulty. And it's that level of conviction. It's that level of reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will shatter all the plans of shaitan and will bring you to the gates of Jannah. This is what Allah says in the Quran. And whoever relies on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of this person. And this is why when we face difficulty and calamity and our heart begins to pain, we immediately engage in the remembrance of Allah. And when calamity comes upon him, upon them, they say to Allah we belong, setting the matter straight. That if Allah is the one that tests me, He has every right to test me. Inna lillah, because we belong to Allah. Wa inna ilayhi rajiun, and to Allah we will return. The beginning and end of this affair belongs to Allah. What happens in between is also a part of the command of Allah, and Allah has every right over it. Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi rajiun. This dhikr of Allah, this remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, 
is the way of the righteous people. This is the life of Rasulullah Every time the Prophet of Allah is struggling, you see him remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He loses someone, he's remembering Allah. He receives someone, he remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa example is truly a source of energy and, and solace for every human being that will come until the end of times. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majeed. This remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is great. And it must never leave us. Allah tells us in the Quran, Nasullah fa'ansahum anfusahum. They forgot Allah, Allah made them forget themselves. The biggest problem that we have in today's world, my friends, is that we are commonly distracted. Every person is distracted. You would think that by coming into lockdown and by spending more time at home, we'd be able to develop focus, but no, we are further distracted. So rather than trying to find meaning while we are being tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, rather than trying to find some sort of guidance in these moments of difficulty, what's happening is that we are being distracted even further. We're losing our focus. And as long as we are distracted through our video games, through TV, through just playing around, through goofing around, through whatever it is that consumes our time, through sleeping excessively, through eating excessively, we won't get to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the greatest test of a person in reality is to fight off, in Arabic we call it ghafla, forgetfulness. This is the path of righteousness, that you must find and identify which things distract you in life, and one by one remove them, wipe them out, and in turn place them with the remembrance of Allah. For verily through the remembrance of Allah, your heart will come alive, and when your heart is alive, it'll have the ability to recognize and when it recognizes Allah it'll fall in love with Allah and once you fall in love with Allah worshiping Allah will become your mi'raj that'll be your ascension but it all starts with remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if there was no other virtue in the entire corpus of Quran and hadith other than this one ayah it suffices for Allah says remember me I will remember you Right now, in this moment, across the world, we gather and the malaika are surrounding every one of us in our homes because we are remembering Allah. They've been searching for these gatherings and they found them. And now, as we remember Allah, we are being remembered by Allah. This is our futuha. This is our our miftah, this is our opening, this is our key. And this is how we spend our life. For some folks, they begin to appreciate the ladha, the joy of remembering Allah later on in life, when they're 50, 60 years old. But some of you are lucky. Some of you are very lucky because you're able to be a part of these gatherings at such a young age. And here we are telling you 
to enjoy the remembrance of Allah, make it a part of your life. And if you bring that into your life at this age, only Allah knows where your height is and how far you're going to reach and where your reach will be 20 years from now. Include that dhikr of Allah from a young age. But it's not just words. So for those of you who think dhikr of Allah is words, no. It's, it's something more than that. Shaykh Yusuf rahimahullah used to always tell us that when you do dhikr of Allah, let it initiate from the qalb and then find its way to the lisan. Every time you remember Allah, it must originate from the heart. He used to say, he once said to us, uh, rahimahullah, in our Bukhari das, in a class of Bukhari, Sahih al-Bukhari, it's a statement that not everyone will appreciate, but nonetheless, I'll share it. It's not a legal statement. It has more of a spiritual context to it. He said that the greatest sin any human being can commit is to remember Allah while your heart isn't there. How dare someone say the name of Allah while their heart isn't present? The name of the one who created the heavens and the earth. The one whose name causes everything to shake and tremble. How courageous has the insan become that they remember Allah while not being present. The dhikr of Allah must start from here. And when it originates from here, and it exits from here, it'll shake the world. Everyone's talking about what the solution is to the pandemic. You know, politicians will figure out what their solution is. Physicians will figure out what their solution is. We Muslims tell people that our Islamic solution is that we view calamity through the lens of connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what they did in the past, and this is what we must do today. If we exit from this calamity, if we exit from this pandemic, and nothing has changed about us, we're done. We're done. We're, like, we're, we're in trouble. Some people are going to come out of this awliya of Allah, friends of Allah. I'm telling you, their lives are going to be changed. And others are going to come out of this being the same trashy people that we were before. It has to change, guys. Time's now. This is the moment. Stop being distracted. Turn to your heart. Eliminate the world. Silence the noise. Dim the lights. Turn to your heart. Feel the presence of Allah. And then do dhikr of Allah. Watch how things change. So with that, folks, I'm going to end my part of the presentation here. Invite Sheikh Abdullah Wahid back. And um, we'll take it from there. Sheikh Abdullah. MashaAllah. You know, Sheikh, Jazakallah Khair. Beautiful reminder just on the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this time that we're spending in isolation during the COVID a means of our rectification. You know, so, so many times we just can't get away from the dunya. Now the dunya has asked us to get away from it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like... If you know we're so engaged with family, relatives, we're so busy, we got to go to a coffee shop for a meeting. Everyone's like, stay home, see you on Zoom, you know. And and this is a time for a person to even get that private time, the time that we would spend traveling here and there, you know, on the road. We're now at home. We're just doing it virtually. So you're, you're saving so much time. And just turn the lights off after one of your meetings and just just do the Allah. They're so light. It's so easy, you know. It's a reason why Allah is saying this is so easy. Heavy on the scale. 
habibatani ila rahman beloved to rahman subhanallah bihamdi subhanallah alazim just just step away like you know like sometimes we're like carrying books heavy you know getting out on the cold heavy getting up early heavy allah says i can do all that for you just by saying two phrases you don't got to do all that for me you don't have to carry no books you don't have to move any furniture kalimatani khafifatani ala lisan so simple and you know what i loved about you sheikh what you said about you know kafa bi hadhi dhikram bi hadhi sharaf adhkurni fadhkuruni adhkurkum remember me and i'll remember you how many people want to shout out nowadays you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you a shout out think about it think about it. we are sinful people we are we have so many <laughs> negative traits allah mustar awratina wa amin rawatina you know we have so many problems but even then allah says graciously i will remember you Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Hussein, remind us of that feeling that Ibn Mas'ud had when the Prophet Sallallahu asked him to read Lam Yakun Just remind us of that experience, please. Read the Quran, is that the one? Yeah. Ibn Sud says that I was approached by Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Iqra' alayya, read Quran to me. O Messenger of Allah, how can I read to you when the Quran was revealed to you? I mean, you've heard this Quran from Jibreel Alayhi Salaam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said that I wish to hear the Qur'an from you, so read. And in this moment, imagine the honor and the sharaf of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an, that he has the opportunity to read Qur'an before Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa an honor that very few people have. And he says, I began to read Surah An-Nisa, and as I was reading the, this, the fourth chapter of the Qur'an, I peeked up as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was reading the ayah فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئْنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَاؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا And I looked up, I saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam crying and in tears. You know, these people, the thing is that they understood the, they understood who Allah was. Allah. They See, the thing is, Shaykh Ashraf Al-Thani rahmatullahi alayhi says it best. He says that muhabba can only exist in any real way, if ma'rifa pre-existed, ma'rifa must exist first. You must know your Allah. It's kind of like people know the value of LeBron. Why? Because they see it. It's in their face. It's being thrown at them on every news channel. It's, he did this. He did that. He did this. He did that. So now they, even if they haven't seen the game themselves, they know someone like me. I'm not a basketball person. My brother very much is. I'm not. And so, not, but I know everyone talks about him. So I'm thinking, there must be something there. You know, if there's smoke, there's fire. This guy must be good. But when it comes to other things, they have no idea. And for Muslims, we must get to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Imam Abu Hamid al-Ghazali says that the essence behind all of these faculties that Allah has given us is exactly that. It's to know Allah. Imam Ghazali has a brief rebuttal against um, Ibn Sina, who was a famous uh, writer, um, and he wrote a lot on medicine, human anatomy, and so on. So Ibn Sina used to, he held a position, and his position was that the resurrection was ruhani, not jismani, that it was spiritual and not physical. And Imam Muhammad al-Ghazali, 
he writes a brief rebuttal against him. And in his rebuttal, he clarifies by saying that you don't know Allah. That's why you doubt the ability of being resurrected physically. You know, you have to study science under the paradigm of your theology. And a monotheist, someone who believes in one Allah, never doubts any ability of Allah. And there is no religion on the face of this earth. There is no religion on the face of this earth that can ever match the monotheism of Islam. Every other religion, when they look at the attributes that are attributed to Allah, they always create extra deities that carry out those attributes. Like in Hinduism, for every sifa, they have a different god. Or they minimize the ability of their god to carry out that attribute. It is Sunni Islam, Sunni Islam, that believes all these attributes exist in Allah subhanahu mm. wa ta'ala without any... Any any limitation, and it's summarized in the Quranic ayah. Walam That's it. That's monotheism right there. You have to get to know your Allah. That happens through reflecting up and down and left and right. And that's why these ulama of Tazkiyah, they weren't necessarily people of the eyes here. They were people of the eyes here. Basarat kho gayi, lekin basirat to salamat hai. We've seen Medina too, but not with these eyes. We've seen Medina with this eye, with the heart, people of the heart. That's why you'll find these ulama, these great giants. They didn't speak much because most of the conversations were happening right here. They would just be in conversation constantly, looking at the world around them and just whispering to Allah with their lips sealed. You know, they don't have to say anything. Um, uh, you know, the, the Urdu poet, he says that, um, that my tears are, my, my tears, uh, um, are tests are, are translating the pain that's in my heart. Like my, my speech is happening through these right here because the conversation. So when they do say something, it's not just a knee jerk reaction statement. Like we speak rather their speech comes from the heart from a very deep place. You know, I have students at the Qalam Seminary, and these students are with us for a minimum of five years. We're planning to add another two years, so now these students will be with us potentially for up to seven years. And these students, uh, we hope, like the work, great work that y'all are doing, that we're hoping that our teacher, our students also become imams in the community. So as they begin to reach um, their third, fourth, fifth year, some of these students, they sit with me on a weekly basis uh, for the sake of you know, just a little bit of a chirka, like a little bit of a sprinkle on the subject of tazkiyah. I'm no, uh, I, and I say that because uh, even engaging in this subject is a dis disrespect to those who were masters of this subject. But sometimes in the absence of water, tayammum becomes gold. And team tayammum right here, right here, team tayammum. That's what we are. We are the B team. Um, um, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you make us, all of us, like the asal. I mean, you know, sometimes we just, we copy, we copy, we copy, and then you're like, what is the, what's the original, you know? And I think we, we just, well, all we have to do is just, like you're doing, just keep on trying, and and today we have the talk, and slowly we'll have the walk, and once we have the walk, and I know Allah, that Allah that's gracious enough to give you the beautiful speech, has also given you the beautiful walk of the speech, too. Of course, it's not displayed on public screen, but uh, inshallah, you know, I, I know you, you're kind of humbling yourself by saying 
that uh, you're just you're speaking on behalf of these great giants, but these great giants infected affected you. That's why you're able to um, also preach their teachings. Bas, we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts. I sit with these students on a weekly basis and I tell them that until you don't unlock, I mean, the whole exercise every Thursday is what? I say to them that until we don't unlock this heart of yours, the work that you're going to do is limited. We have to unlock it. And every week we sit together and we take another lesson, another jab, another go at how to unlock this heart. You know, because once you start here, once your heart opens up, you know, you go from... I'll tell you something. I know we're over time and probably we should end we're this. Good, we're, good, we're good. Honestly speaking, if Sheikh Abdullah Wahid's here, I'm going to stay because I don't get to meet him much. Otherwise, those of you who are getting exhausted and tired, I'm not, I know I'm not allowed to say this because I'm not officially a member of Miftah, but I feel like it's, I'm not going to, you know, if you guys want to leave, just log off. You know, we're, I'm sure you're enjoying it, but if you want to leave, just go ahead. I'm just, just enjoying the evening with one of those scholars that has the garage code, front door key, access to our life. You know, you don't. You don't have your access to your uh, your 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 your, your jet. What's that thing called? <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that. What's just, it called? The speed jet. What's the thing? <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Just you know too much about me that you can you can expose me. So you know, we're just gonna, let's stay focused on what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, this guy is Badmash. Let me tell you this. He's a friend of ours, so Qarin Oman's Bradabadmash out there. Anytime he shows up, trolling is gonna start. So Qarin Oman is an excellent person. I love him so much. He was with us a few weeks ago. We had a inshallah. great great session. He's an excellent person, inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. You were talking about you were talking about what you were telling the students on Taskiya, your Qalam students. Yeah, so the idea is that you have to learn to unlock the heart. If you don't unlock this. This right here doesn't change the world. This is what I tell them. It, it changes from here. This is where the world changes from. And that's why the change that we see in the world is so slow. This is why there's rarely inqilab. Rahma has a book on Tariqi Dawat Azimat, in which he talks about the great revivers that came in the history of mankind. And when he talks about this, each and every one of those individuals that he speaks of, it's a multiple volume book. You can actually find an English translation of the book too. Um, and when you, when you look at it, he, he talks about people who really went through a lot of spiritual change. And I, I tell these students that we have to crack this. If we don't open up this lock, if we don't open it up, the, the impact is limited. And I'm not in for a half-baked solution. We're going, we're going, we're going we're, for doing this, we're doing it right. And this is my call to everyone. I feel like Sheikh Abdullah just pulled out a book that's going to be really awesome. So I'm going to pause right here and ask him, what are you holding? No, no, you said Abu Hanadi Rahmatullah And I, I just, you know, prior to Sheikh Abdurrahim's demise, I was just going over a book that I, I always looked at, read. Then I got, got time to read it again. Mada Khasr Alam in Hip Hop Kill you know, me. Yeah, you know, like. Goodness. The, book and he, is, talks, and he, talks, he talks about. The reason of the decline of the Muslims and the decline of the world is because of the decline of the Muslims. When your when your starters are playing bad, don't depend on the bench. You know that's how I look at it. the Muslims are the starters. So now that's straight up Ghazali stuff. You know if your starters are playing bad and they can't make a free throw, for you know you're talking about basketball. So then don't don't expect anything from the rookies coming off the bench. You know this ummah. 
is the forefront. And if we're struggling, there's 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 going to be uh, a domino effect on the rest of the communities. Um, but Mufti, Mufti Hussein, I, I also wanted to just, you know, because we were talking about members of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we talked, you, you know that story of Ubay ibn Ka'ab when uh, the Prophet sallallahu comes up to him, Inna Allah amrani an aqra alayk lam yakun ladina kafaru. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered me to recite Surah Bayna. So Ubay ibn Ka'ab radiallahu anhu says, Wasammani uh, Allah, Allah said my name, I mean, Allah said my name, and he, Prophet said, Allah said your name. This is authentic narration. He started to weep. He started to weep. You know, today we're watching the, the Munshid. Very rarely do you have... Before you continue, sorry to cut you off. I don't like no, doing No, no, you can cut me off. Go ahead. What about that narration of the Prophet telling Khadija that Allah has given you salam? Oh. Man, I love that narration. Go ahead, tell us. I mean, we're going to order some tea, sit down, or, you know, Majlis You know, typically, you know, when. Uh, I'm listening upstairs, so that's the shout out to them. Muhammad Ahmed, you're listening to Charlie Karao, While you're at it, ask them to Amazon Prime ship it to me, too. You know, uh, we just like, uh, we, we say, do the pate, do the pate, do the. You know, in Punjabi, Dudpate. But anyways, um, so that hadith of Aisha, Khadija radiallahu anha, that she, 10 years of prophethood, dedicated her life behind the mission of the Prophet her wealth, her health, her body deteriorated, and Shaykh Abi Talib. And here comes Jibreel coming from the heavens and telling the Prophet that this is Khadija coming to the cave with food. Uh, Tell Allah, Allah, Allah is giving salam to Khadija. And you know what, Sheikh Hussein? I read something really interesting recently about that. When Khadija gave salam back, she didn't say, you know, salam back to Allah. She said, Allahu salam. Allah. And the scholars write that you can't give a greetings back to Allah. Allah is a salam. So she had so much intellect that she said, Allah, who is salam? Allah is peace. And he's the one that gives us tranquility and peace. And then Jibreel says, you know what? Let me sneak my salam in there too. Allah. Give my salam to Khadija. Allah is promising her palace in Jannah. There is no noise. You know, imagine people who are, whose lives are full of, you know, pain and tragedy and noise and, 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 the, the mocking of the Quraysh against her husband. So there's all this negativity, you know, these rants, this Islamophobia, these negative um, press against the Prophet Sallallahu And there is no fatigue. She exhausted her life and she gets his greetings. But I, Mufti, Mufti Hussain, but that these both narrations just gave me the, the appreciation. If Allah is going to mention us, we don't come near Khadija. Neither do, neither do we come near Ubay ibn Ka'b, who's the Qari of this Ummah. And Allah is mentioning us by name. It's so beautiful. And that is through the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Through that, you know, just, uh, if we can just take our time in our lives. Take our time. You know, just like we take our time for everything, there needs to be time just for Allah's remembrance. It's, 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 Allah's remembrance has become like, if I need Allah, I'll remember him. Oh, Allah, I need you for my this cause. But it should become habitual, because second nature. There are tongues. A man came to the Prophet. Ayyul a'mal, habbul a'mal Allah. What's a beloved act to Allah? He says, 
dying, your tongue is busy remembering Allah You die with your tongue just remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it could be done so easily. Tell us, you know, just on that position, how easy that we can build some, you know, some of the codes of bringing their Allah's name on our tongue and our heart more often. I love the way you talked about how it should be done in the heart, like, you know, deep down, you know, you know, my father used to say, used to say, this evil, this evil heart, you say Allah 1,000 times, then the heart says it once. Allah, Allah. It's just so bad. It's so rebellious. You know, Allah. You say Allah, and then finally the heart triggers like, oh man, it is Allah. Allah is the one that's doing all of this. You know, so it's so powerful that we we should be able to connect with Allah's name like that. You know, Mufti, Mufti Sab, um, the singer that was reciting. Did you see him? He was saying Allah's name. He was reciting poetry on Allah's name. He's not a scholar. He's an artist. He, he, I don't know if he leads prayer or gives khutbah, but this man was literally crying, praising Allah's names. Allah. In front of hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. What is it? Why? What is it that? What is it that this man in Canada, not in Mecca, not in Medina, not from the Prophet's era, in this era, is singing God's 99 names on live and he just breaks down. It's It was so humbling to see it because you know what it tells me? It continues reaffirms, it continues to reaffirms there are young men and women out there who have extreme love for Allah SWT. We just don't see enough. But they're there. You know, so that's what affected me there, honestly. Go ahead, Shaykh Mufti Saab. Too much to say, man. I don't know where to start. Your chai is coming. I heard your chai is coming. Yeah, chai is on its way. Chai is definitely on its way. I'll tell you that. It's about to go down. But in the in the meantime, um, okay, here's one thing that I want to say. I think that in some cultures, I think I, I believe I've already said it once, but I want to reiterate it because to help for those of you that are joining us to understand that what Sheikh Abdullah is saying and what I'm saying, what we're what we're trying to motivate and encourage people to do is to connect the mind, the heart, and the tongue. The three of these must be together. They must work in. They must work in one line. You know. A point when you when you start off when you're a newbie in your spirituality, in order for you to have a meaningful connection with Allah through an observation, it'll take five minutes of reflection to do it, ten minutes, maybe half an hour of reflection. But the more you do it, what happens is that that connection happens much faster. Five minutes turns into four minutes, turns into three minutes, turns into two minutes. You'll see some people, they're just looking and then 30 seconds later, bam, epiphany. And then it gets faster and faster. And the more you give this, Allah, he opens up some people's hearts and they're able to have a deep dive in their spirituality, go to a place in their heart that they've never been to before within a single moment. They're just looking and then they're in tears. Shaykh al-Hadith, Muhammad Zakariya, would have a gathering every day after Asr Salah. It was called Chai Ki Majlis, the gathering of tea. And they used to serve two different types of tea. Sada Chai, Masala Dar Chai. 
there was a uh, the 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 tea that was very simple, basic, uh, bland tea, and then there was the other tea that was ah, oh, it's got a kick to it. Everyone would come, they would take a cup, and they would sit down. And during that time, Sheikh Al Hadith would sit on a platform at the front of the gathering, and people from the village would come to meet him. Um, our teacher, Sheikh Yusuf, Rahimahullah, once said to us that Sheikh Zakaria would say that the one who can't benefit from my silence, how can they benefit from my speech? Is that right? Yeah. What do you have there, Sheikh? Chaya, okay. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. What are you looking at? What's, what's outside the, in the mug that's so inspiring? It's got some poetry here. Okay. I can't read the next part. It's Persian uh, poetry. Seems very good. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get on to that later on. Yeah, so Sheikh Yusuf, uh, he, he used to say that, that Sheikh Zakaria would say that the one who can't benefit from my silence, how can he benefit from my speech? And that was profound because we are a people that are used, we're, we're used to being entertained through speech. Silence doesn't do it. Silence doesn't do it. We want to be entertained. That's what ulama have become these days, entertainers. That's what uh, mashayikh have become. They're all just entertainers. The one who can speak better uh, and entertain more people. And I tell people all the time, yeah, we're not in the business of entertaining. You know, we speak what's in the heart, inshallah. We're just trying to um, make our way somehow to the akhirah. We're just trying to end up in Jannah somehow. Maybe see Rasulullah throw a high five in, you know. Uh, a little wink from far away, go in, get a hug if possible. Simple things, simple goals, simple people. Yeah. So anyway, so one time people were lined up. And there was a man in line and he had a... Uh, <laughs> my wife's saying, time's up. Yeah, we promised one hour to be with the session. She's saying, she's waiting, that's why. Uh, and let me finish the story off. Okay, so uh, she, everyone lined up. There's one guy, he came with his baby. And... The baby was crying. So the father's embarrassed. Like everyone's sitting there quietly drinking their chai. Sheikh al-Hadith is there. The baby's crying. So he starts saying to his baby, like trying to hush his, shush his baby. Look at Sheikh al-Hadith. Look at Sheikh al-Hadith. You know how I was talking about they, get, they have moments of epiphany from anything. Yeah. They unlocked a part of their heart that's just... Oh. He says... Um, that let the baby cry. There are a few people who cry in this world, you know. And he's like, let the baby cry. And that, that that's it. That that that's what I'm talking about, guys. What we're speaking. Of, I'm not telling you to do a dick a thousand times a day. Honestly, I'm not. I'm just saying, give us one. Give us one. But let it come from the heart. Let it come from there. You know. That's it. Let it come from the heart. That's what we're saying. One of those will change the world. And it'll bring joy. It'll bring happiness. It'll bring strength. It'll bring meaning to you. We just need some, uh, we need some dhikr of Allah. That's what we need. Not empty stuff. We want the real deal. G. Mutisab. I was um I was just saying you know how in 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 professional sports and professional world in the writing it's a subtle writing right it's a detail 
Mm. It's the small things that people can't catch. Like an average person can't see an art, the the greatness of artwork. It's like the subtle, uh, you know, work that happens, the finishing touches. Even in jujitsu, it's the subtle things that, like, wow, like I can't believe we just did that. The things about the scholars of I had the the friends of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that I've noticed, it's not their their speech, it's not their their lectures. <laughs> Or their khutbahs or their prayer. It's the subtle things they do, like the epiphanies they have, the subtle way they look at things, the subtle way they correct students. It's the subtle way they smile. And I can't imagine all the subtle things that Prophet did that, that made the Sahaba just fall in love with him. Like the subtle way he would just get angry, the subtle way he would smile. You know, like in that, in the anger of the Prophet was Hidayah for someone that was misguided. You know, in the subtle way he would forgive. You know, like, and it's just like those subtle things. You know, like, it just really, really makes my heart just pour out. You know, like, um, you know, just those things that I just, I, I catch all the time in the prophet's seal. Like, I can't believe. You know, like sometimes, you know, somebody you're watching a game, you're like, I can't believe he did that move. So when I'm reading the seal, I'm like, no way, the prophet did that. He just ignored a sahabi. Mm. He ignored him because he was angry at him. But that was his toba. That was that was Sabinimatic toba. He was ignored for fifty days. That, that story's too much. We can't do that one. Tonight. We can't get into it. We can't do that one tonight. Yeah, we can't do it. If Kabin Malik is a story you do once a year at tops, it's too much. It's way too much. I used to say. I used to say one of the the most emotional uh, stories where someone was criticized and boycotted. Was I can't do that story, man. Yeah. You know, no, I, I'll tell you, for those of you that are joining us and are wondering, what are we talking about? There's a story of a companion who wasn't able to participate in the battle of Tabuk, right? And when he came back, Nabi Sallallahu became upset with him. And he boycotted him. And he gave him the silent treatment. And it, it's too much. I mean, I don't know. When I, I, you know, when I think about this, my heart breaks because, man, I've done a lot worse, man. And if the Prophet ﷺ boycotted me for 50 days, you know what I mean? Like, only Allah knows. Imagine, imagine just, just people's spouse boycotting me for a couple of days. You know, the teachers. Imagine the Prophet ﷺ. Just and you know the man who's boycotting you, who isn't speaking to you, is nothing but mercy. But you know, I'll tell you something, Sheikh Saab, if I, if I may, I'll tell you something, right? That was a golden generation of people because they didn't make that conversation about themselves. They allowed it to be centered around the Prophet. Amazing, amazing. Like, you know, it wouldn't work in our, if, if these people from our time, I'm talking about myself, I'm not talking about anyone, I'm talking about myself. If I was, if my generation of people were around the Prophet, it would have been a horrible history. Because we're so entitled, we're so touchy, we're so emotional. We aren't willing to let someone else be who they are and allow them to school us. We constantly impose our reality on the rest of the world. The arrogance is mind-boggling, absolutely mind-boggling. You know, and Allah reward those Sahaba for Amazing. allowing that. You know, Abu Dhar al-Ghifari radiallahu anhu, when Nabi Sallallahu said to him, ala raghmi anfi abi dhar, at the end of that narration, he could have easily skipped that part of the hadith. But in one narration, he said that, it's my honor, ala raghmi anfi. He used to actually, you know, Nabi Sallallahu is rebuking him, but he used to say, Sheikh, our teacher, 
Sheikh Yusuf Matala Rahmahullah Ta'ala Rahmatan Wasi'ah wrote yeah. a book called yeah. Sheikh, when you say when you say Sheikh Yusuf Mutala Sahib's name, you know, it melts me, man. Rahmatullah. You know, he was your teacher. I have such a special attachment to him, man. May Allah bless his grave and resurrect him in the company of the Prophet. Rahmatullah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. You know, um anyway, I don't want to go down that route because that there's a lot to say there. Your wife is your wife is waiting for you, and she was generous enough to bring you tea in, in an extended program segment. Man, you're blessed, mashallah. You know, it's, you're lucky. May Allah bless your wife and, uh-huh. and, and and giving you the time. You bless your children for sparing you to be with us tonight. People don't realize you guys are doing so much online. May Allah reward you and bless your family most who will give you the opportunity. You know, alhamdulillah, I'll say one thing. In our family, everyone's on the same page when it comes to deen work. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. We understand in our family, whether it's my siblings, whether it's my parents, whether it's my kids, our spouses, everyone in our family understands that the work of serving the deen surpasses everything, anything, no matter what's going on. SubhanAllah. It's just, it's clear. This is, this is a da'i mindset. You know, it's like, this is it. Like, and I know for some people that's a little much and I get it, right? In your world, maybe um, the dollar trumps everything else. And I get it if, if as long as you're, uh, going to earn some money, you're viewed as courageous. But if you're putting your family aside to serve the deen, then you're viewed as irresponsible. I'm aware of that mentality, by the way, and I'm very familiar with it. And to each their own. You know, as they say. Uh, I was sharing something about him. What was it? Uh, something good. What were we talking about? Remind me. I mean, we're talking about dhikr and and your, you know, and how you used to spend time with him. And I, I, I kind of lost you there too because you're saying so many beautiful things about Sheikh Yusuf. And I brought right away. I, I cut uh, Muhammad Name. So what mm-hmm. Sheikh Yusuf Taala did is he began to compile the letters that he had saved as a part of his correspondence with his teacher Sheikh Zakaria Kandah. Rahmatullahi Ji, so in the in the it's a multiple volume book, I have it at home. So in the margin on the side, he has these rumus, these little uh, little symbols. And one of the <laughs> one of those symbols is the uh, it's a symbol of an injection with a needle at the end. And wherever you see that symbol in the margin, anywhere in the book, that's a symbol of Sheikh al Hadith. Giving a dose to Sheikh Yusuf and he's just laying him clean. Like wow. he's dropping it on him. More like a roast symbol. Yeah, roast. But like roast is a little negative and it's a little frivolous. It's a little, it's unneeded, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very needed. More like a tarbiyah, tarbiyah symbol. Yeah, very needed. Tarbiyah is very, Look, tarbiyah only works if it's predicated on muhabba. If tarbiyah is bullying, we don't support it. I'll be very clear on this. Some people, they bully other people and they do dhulm on them under the name of tarbiyah. Haram. Absolutely haram. This is different. So I remember asking Sheikh Yusuf, I said to him, What was the benefit of putting this in the book? People are going to see Sheikh Hadith telling you off and they're going to say, What kind of man is he? You know, Sheikh is telling the laws in him, you know? So Sheikh Yusuf said, Allahu Akbar. 
He said the joy was in the roast. He said, otherwise, if praise is what makes you happy, we live in two different worlds. Oh you know, our taste is very different. Our taste is very different. Shukh, mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. I don't know what to say, man. I had a great time today. Uh, I, I started off the session right before I started. I'm actually visiting my brother right now. And I said to Sheikh Mubin that I'm not feeling it today. He said, what happened? I said, I'm just not, I'm not in the right mindset. And um, the night panned out in a different way. And I'm happy that I was able to spend time with uh, you all. It was a great time. I didn't get a chance to focus too much on the chat because I have to look all the way over there and it's a little extra. So um, whenever I am looking here, I'm just looking at Sheikh uh, Abdullah Wahid right there, looking at him. But anyway, um, it's more enjoyable to look in this uh, direction than this one. This one is whatever. This is the one. So mashallah, I had a great time. It was great being with you all. Uh, I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts. Um, keep up the good work at Miftah. Mashallah, you guys are doing great work. I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, gives you tawfiq, opens your heart, removes any barriers ahead of you, opens up his rizq upon you, blesses the hearts of the students, inspires their parents, gives them istiqama, and that he uses y'all for the khidmah of the deen. Uh, folks, everyone here, it was an honor spending this evening with you guys. I had a great time in Sheikh Abdullah. Barakallahu feekum and all the brothers and all the mashayikh who put this together. My uh, my salute to you guys. Keep up the good work. No, Sheikh Hussein, thank you so much for joining. And may Allah bless you and your family. Um, and, and quickly, I know the time is running out. Just tell us a little bit about uh, your kids. What are they doing? How are they doing online? Are they staying home? What are they for? I have four kids. My daughter, youngest one is two, six, nine, and ten. How about Mahmoud? Who's Mahmoud? Mahmoud is number three. He's a badmash pachaya. Both badmash. He's a good That's kid. I remember him. I remember him. They always remember Hassan and Zakaria. Yeah, they always do. They always say Hassan Zakaria, Hassan Zakaria, Hassan Zakaria. How's Hassan Zakaria? How are they doing? So they remember your kids a lot. We love, we love your kids. We love your family. It's an amazing family. And Allah preserve them all. And Sheikh Mubin also. Sheikh Mubin has, mashallah, whole team. He has a whole whole team, mashallah. May Allah bless him. Five. Yeah. Mashallah, mashallah. May Allah, may Allah, you know, both of you and your siblings, may Allah preserve you and rahmah and blessings upon your family. Elevate your mother's status. Resurrect us, all of us, in the company of the righteous, inshallah. I'm going to ask Mufti Dohab to join for a second so he can farewell you. Mufti Sab. No, I was just listening and enjoying Mufti Hussein Kamani Sab reminding us of the the, the coat and the 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 majalis of the people of the past um you know that, that was beautiful we we, we really we rarely get access towards that you know so Musab for sharing those beautiful reminders and i'm sure the crowd and uh, everyone that was you weren't reading the chat but i was and everyone's appreciating what you were saying and of course Bajan, the wahwas for you are um, they never end so you were killing the urdu man mashallah so uh um, I, I'm sure the Urdu crowd um, enjoyed it, inshallah. Zakallah khair. And Zakallah khair for taking the invite and coming on um, so late and joining us. You know, I'm sure you're with your family and you're already doing so many lives with Qadam and took you, know, you took the time and the opportunity to jump on our call and um, bless the entire gathering. Mufti Sahib, Zakallah khair. Please keep us in your du'as. We dearly respect you, honor we we have you have a special place in our heart. And I we'll gotta continue. say the Mufti Sahib, you know, Sheikh Abdullah really. 
Uh, you guys, you guys have a good, great connection. May Allah keep preserve both of you. Um, Sheikh Abdullah doesn't speak highly of many people. Just putting it out there, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but he speaks highly of you, so that that automatically puts uh, your love in my heart and my brother's heart because we haven't really, you know, met as much. But Sheikh Abdullah always speaks highly of you. Good kind of Abdullah was beloved to our mother too. She used to see him and get happy. And you know, I remember she he'd come by and she would make samosas for him. This is an old story, mashallah. Sheikh Abdullah's mahabba is um, it's misplaced, I'll tell you this much. He, you know, obviously, there are more people that are more deserving of that mahabba, but it's very much appreciated. And uh, all you guys are in our du'as as well. Barakallah feekum, mashayikh. Take care, everyone. Good night. Take care of your, spend some time with the family. Stay safe. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa